Hi everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky. Obviously a little bit different this week. We're finally here after 10 years of waiting uh, and sort of a couple of years on from when we thought we might have it. The WRC is officially here. Drivers, teams, everyone is in Auckland. They're out on Ricky. We're recording this obviously early on Wednesday and running it at the earlier time slot this week of Wednesday night because tomorrow night, BB, uh, we're at the Domain and the WRC cars along with all of our Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship contenders are there with the opening stage. Can you believe it's just over 24 hours away? Oh, it's it's incredible, Budgie. I mean, sort of Friday when they started packing in the service park, it was a real pinch-yourself moment. I mean, there's so many people that have put so much into this coming back, and it's finally here. I mean, how freaking exciting. It's finally just over there. This is going to be so cool, man. It's just mega. Mate, you've, you've had a, a rather interesting week. We'll get into all the little bits and pieces that you've been doing a, a little bit later on. But you have been out on the roads. You've checked out some of these roads, um, you know, particularly the ones north of Auckland. Talk us through what you've, what you've seen, what sort of condition the roads are in and what you can expect um, across the next few days. Yeah, I was lucky enough to, to join the Rally Safe guys for their course check over the weekend. I'd have to say the roads are in the best condition I've ever seen them in. They are wide. They are hard. They are fast. There's not a heap of gravel, so that'll be, you know, not not so relevant for our NZRC guys, starting a little bit further back on the road. Um, but the likes of Kelly, Rove and Pera will be quite happy with uh, with a bit of a lack of, of gravel on there. And I think it makes for a better uh, spectacle all round when we've got people, you know, not, not hamstrung by a thick layer of gravel on the road. So, um, yeah, there's the very, very odd corner in shade that might get a little bit soft, but we, what we've got are good, hard-packed roads, those beautiful canvas that everyone talks about. You know, the roads are in immaculate condition. You really couldn't ask for anything more, Budgie. All right. So we we talked, we heard from Hayden Padden a couple of weeks ago on the show talking about how weather was going to play such a significant role in, in this event, potentially with tyre wear and, and, you know, the gravel, as you've just talked about, maybe not as bad as we thought. Um, it's supposed to be raining today. Uh, we can see, looking off your deck back towards the city, it's it's well a little windy. Uh, it's yep. certainly not not uh, not raining. No, what's, no. It's what's the forecast like yeah. over the weekend? Yeah, it, um, Saturday is looking particularly bad at the moment. Maybe yeah, I think Thursday is going to be clear, which is awesome. You know that that Auckland domain stage is going to be something pretty special. You know, free event. Um, so you know, if you're not sure whether you want to come and see the rally or not, and, and don't want to outlay for a ticket. That's your place to come, Central Auckland. It's going to be massive. They're expecting huge crowds there, so get there you know, nice and early. Parking will be all off-site, so public transport, not that it's something that I normally go for, is probably the way to get there. That's going to be awesome. You know, If we can avoid some rain there, that'll be fantastic. Um, and we might see a little bit of rain on Saturday. Hopefully not. It'd be great to have a dry event. Um, but I think the majority of it, if we do see anything, will be light rain stuff that's not necessarily going to impact uh, the competitive side hugely. Um, and I guess for everyone, grab a, grab a raincoat and get out amongst it. It's going to be something pretty special. Mate, that Thursday night uh, special stage at Auckland Domain, um, I mean, access points everywhere. You can walk, can't you, up to what is a beautiful spot the city. You're looking out over the CBD. You've got the Hauraki Golf, the inner, inner golf, out to Rangatoto. You know, like it is, it's going to be magic seeing those shots beamed all around the world as the WRC cars, you know, get into it. Yeah, just huge, you know, starting right outside the uh, the gun placements there uh, in front of the museum. So it's a nice iconic shot. I think they're planning on, um, uh, you know, lighting up the museum and all all sorts of things that they can do. It's 
I think it's going to be a really special place to kick off what's going to be, you know, something t- 10 years in the making. All right, mate. Let's, uh, you're off work this week, sort of. Uh, you're off your normal work, at least. Anyway, you've got a very busy week, I'm sure, with, uh, with the final preparations. You yourself have put in hundreds of hours into, into prepping for, for this event. Um, what's the week been like, including taxi pickups at the airport, I understand? Uh, yeah, yeah, there was one of those. Uh, that was a, a late Thursday night job, that was for sure. So, um, but hey, the week's not been too bad. Monday, sort of Saturday, Sunday, Monday is reasonably busy. Uh, yesterday was a little bit of a, a quieter one, still, still a bit on the go. But you know, we're um, yeah, sort of in that little bit of a calm before the storm uh, stage. Spending, yeah, Monday was was documentation. Spent a fair bit of time, especially with those guys, our, our local competitors that are in the the international event um, and just, just going through all those things that are different. Um, there's lots of little things that, that all these guys have worked through really, really well. And, and there's been a lot of lot of time and effort going from a lot of people just to, to really bring everyone up to speed because it's amazing how much changes in, in 10 years. Oh, 100%, mate. Yeah, and, and let's, that, that sort of leads on to the, the next topic I wanted to get into was yeah, advice for spectators, mate, because the last time this thing was here was, was 2012, as we talk about it. it, was 10 years ago. We'd had a run of events where it was almost every year uh, for a very long time. We all got into routines of what we were used to, and there were all sorts of things. You know, people like to walk into stages or go to favourite spots. The, the, the whole situation is extremely different now. A lot has changed in the last 10 years. What's yep. some of the, the key bits of advice that you would offer to spectators going out to watch over the weekend? Number one is if a marshal tells you to do something, do it. Comply with those. You know, they've had the training. They completely understand. And if you do want to walk into a stage, that's fine. Get yourself into a safe place and make sure you're in place at least half an hour before the first car. Once Michelle Mouton comes through, you're in place. You're stuck where you are. Don't try and move. Those cars do have cameras. And I can tell you that there is a guy whose job on event is to sit in the office, in the rally control and monitor those cameras to make sure that no one's in a dumb spot. They won't hesitate. They did it in Finland. Finland is the rallying mecca of the world. They will stop a stage. So please, guys, don't don't ruin it for everyone. There's not a huge amount of stage mileage. And you know, we don't want to be losing stages to spectators that are playing silly games. Yeah, I mean, that, that is something to really think about, mate. 99.9% of people will do as they're told. They'll have a good time. They will uh, adhere to the rules. The odd person that thinks that they can circumnavigate those rules, bear in mind yeah. the other 99.9% of people are going to make sure that you do what you're supposed to do because we don't want stages cancelled. We want to watch uh, the world's best for the first time here in a very long time. So uh, think of everyone else. Just play by the rules. Go and stand where everyone else is standing. Stand in a safe place. And enjoy what what is you know a, a very special occasion. It's been a long time um, since these cars, these drivers have been here, and uh, it's a special thing. So let's all let's all enjoy it, uh, mate. Just I want to finally touch on on Jack's Ridge. Um, yeah. Obviously, the event finishes there on Sunday. You have spent an awful lot of time out there. Um, maybe just a word quickly on on Andrew Hawkswood and his family and the effort that they have gone to to ensure that this event is able to come here. Because without that stage, it wouldn't be here. Um, and what to expect for spectators who who recall, I guess, the Repco Battle of Jacks Ridge at the end of twenty twenty and how successful that was. But the stage is going to look quite a bit different um, this time around. What, what can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, um, certainly the notes coming back from Ricky is the new, bigger, um, improved mega jump is certainly that uh, those cars 
uh, will probably just about be launching into orbit. Um, in terms of that arena area where we saw, obviously, Ripco Battle of Jack's Ridge just used two kilometres of, of what's a six-and-a-half-kilometre facility. Again, we were out there on the weekend. Um, what Andrew and his team and also Thor Fallon and his team have done to bring it, it looks a million bucks, which is probably quite ironic because I'm sure it's all of that. But, um, you know, it's so cool. The road surface is superb. It's nice and hard. Um, you know, there's, there's a new section in the arena, um, so a little bit more viewing. Uh, you know, lots of places for spectators to be. Um, there'll be big screens in there. There'll be, you know, demonstration runs in between. We've got all sorts of, you know, really cool, like uh, Ari Pettigrew and Hayden Patton's EV car. We've got Sloan Cox and the Hill Climb Monster. We've got Greg Murphy driving around in a Lancia Stratos, you know, like uh, Metro 6R4 running uh, Toyota Celica Twin Cam Turbo. We've got Ian Fitch and a few of his mates on the quad bombing stadium trucks, side-by-sides, all the cross cars, all sorts of just epic. It, it's just going to be the most fantastic day, you know, big screen so you can see what's going on out the back and all sorts. Um, I, I can't wait. It's just going to be the perfect finale to what is going to be the most incredible event. Anyone that's watching that hasn't got tickets sorted, it's still possible to get tickets Sunday? Uh, for Sunday, yes. Yes, you can still get your tickets for uh, for Jack's Ridge, and I re- really recommend you do. Again, allow yourself plenty of time. Uh, they're, they're expecting a lot of people in there, um, somewhere between two and three times the amount of people that were in uh, for that Repco Battle of Jack's Ridge. So you thought that was packed. Man, there's going to be some people there. Um, you know, so there's road closures in place and buses and and all that sort of stuff to get people on site um, for what I think is going to be one of the most special days in the history of, of New Zealand motorsport. You know, I think what what this event means to people after 10 years away and, and what a fitting way to to finish off the event with, you know, a purpose-built um, by rally drivers, for rally drivers stage. It's got everything in it. It's just stunning. You know, I, I took... Uh, Steve Sims, a Tasmanian friend around there, and he just went, well, I'd like to have that in my backyard. Mate, um, just to, to finish here, what, is, what does this weekend mean to you personally? Um, as I said, you've, you've put in a crazy amount of work. Um, yeah, it's all-consuming. It's, it's basically been your life for the, for, for the last couple of years, getting, getting it to this point. Um, what, what, is, what is the next few days going to mean to you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a huge amount of of, of teamwork, I've done my bit. Uh, certainly, you know, guys like Paul Mallard, Peter Johnston, Michael Goldstein, <laughs> the hours they've put in, um, you know, Merrin in the office, she's been a superstar. I think it, it's just, it's, it's finally here, you know, after 2020 and the and the letdown. Um, obviously, there's probably a few other things going on in the world at that time as well. But, you know, to, to see them all here uh, late last week and, and to see the guys out on Ricky and documentation happening here, it's like it's finally here. It, it is just, yeah, I, I really struggle to put into words what it means, you know, not just to me, but the, the whole team. It's it's the culmination of a lot of effort. And I think now we just, just hope for a smooth sail through the event. Um, you know, Stuart Barnett as well, the clerk of the course. So, I mean, there's so many people that have just done so much to make this happen, Budgie. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, a, a successful event will mean, mean the world to all those people. Yeah, and look, I'm sure it will be, but you know, on behalf of the rally community and, and I guess the wider sporting community too, mate, 
uh, thank you to you and the team, all those people you mentioned uh, for all the hard work, the uh, the efforts, the, the cost, there's a considerable amount of cost and personal effort that's gone into this. Um, yeah, thanks for, uh, for for bringing one of the, the biggest sporting events in the world here and let's enjoy the next few days, eh? Yeah, let's get out and get amongst it.